good people what I hope all of you out there are doing right now is sitting back and hanging out you know the power of social media man can I tell you the power of social media the power of Instagram Twitter and oh yes let me not forget TikTok you know, my children are so enamored and, and so into these quick videos on TikTok, and it really makes me laugh. 20 to 30 second videos with the little music and in them, and, and some people are dancing and creating these moments that will probably live forever. Yes, Chance looked at me kind of crazy because I said forever. And then Chance said, but I deleted it. <laughs> really? But did you delete the deleted file? Look, I will let you know in on a little bit of secret. So listen, no, 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 listen closely. Go ahead. I'm going to give you a second to turn me up or turn me off. Okay, here it goes. The internet is still undefeated and will always be. So if you are out there using this thing called social media, use it for good and make some people smile. Just make them laugh. Look, if you don't know, you are tuned into another exciting episode of Talk to Talk with Mo Orr. We have so much to talk about, so many topics to cover. So before we get started, this will be the perfect time to tell everyone that is not watching or listening to go watch the show and go listen to my damn podcast. Oh, I get it. I get these questions time and time again. Where can I watch? You can watch this podcast on Roku or Apple TV, just search The High School Narrative, or you can download the free app at www.thsn.today. Watch, submit, and share. Go ahead, download the app. And I know some people like to go work out. Some people wanna go for a run or you're in your car. If you wanna listen to this show, you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts, Anchor Breaker, and Spotify. Like I said, we have a great show lined up for you today and a very, very special guest waiting in the wings and anxious to get started. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the Jerky Zone. No, no, you see it. Jim's looking that way because his mouth is watering. He's probably missing out on this jerky. If you're looking for that high protein pack snack to get your back on track, oh yes, the next stop is the Jerky Zone and intro wheels, where custom rims make your classic cars come to life. And lastly, Avanit Capital Management, where the plus in the logo signifies above and beyond commitment to adding value to investments by providing A-plus impact to the world we touch. Oh yeah. So here we go. Today's topic is finding yourself within yourself. And I say that because I know me and I know Tony. <laughs> Look, my, my guest today is the CEO and founder of AST and the author of a book, Get Over It and Get On With It. 
and a great friend of the high school narrative. Please welcome back to Talk the Talk, Jim Madrid. What's going on, Jim? Hey, Mo. Uh, my problem is Kenny didn't show up today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I try to send him on a run every other day. It don't seem to get there on time. And, and I did send you my tire size to get those wheels, right? Did you tell me? Hey. <laughs> Because nobody's at my front door today. I, I, I got that. I ate all of that. Mo, I'm still waiting for my, my wheels. Well, let me get Jose on the line and maybe we can get something worked out for you. You know what I'm saying? A absolutely. Hey, Mo, thanks uh, for having me back. I always love doing the show with you and, and Tony. You guys are awesome. And, and I love what you guys bring. And I love what this... Uh, what the show is all about. And, and uh, you know, and, and the, the guests that... Uh, I invited on today uh, is what I believe the show, uh, what Talk to Talk and, uh, and the high school narrative is all about and it encompasses that. And, uh, you know, so I, I, let me know when you want me to introduce my, uh, my, my young friend. Look, I'm gonna want you to introduce him in just a second, but I got an ingrown toenail that I, got, that I have to introduce. <laughs> and uh, he is the CTO of the high school narrative, Mr. Tony Rosignal. What's going on, Tony? Tony, I think you got to unmute myself, Mo. I'm trying there to be quiet go. back here. I'm trying to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, really excited about today's guest, Trinity League guy from Servite. It's uh, this is going to be a good time. Uh, we got a guest and a guest coming in. We're going to have his brother in right after that, so it'll be a good time. So, you guys, uh, let's do this. Well, look. With no further ado, let's go ahead and have uh, Jim introduce our, our uh, other guest on the line. Uh, what uh, when we talked, uh, Tony and I talked, and Mo, we talked a couple of weeks ago about uh, you know what the show's all about and everything. And and and, and the first person that came to mind uh, as a young man that I've watched since the day he was born to his uh, you know where he's at today. He's a he is a, a graduate from Servite. He's right now at Fullerton College, and uh, he's a great young man. And, uh, you know, today, you know, Chance and I have had a, a his name is Chance Sanford. Welcome, Chance Sanford. Welcome, Chance. It's and, 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 and you see that smile on this kid's face? Mo, you thought you had a nice smile? This kid outdoes your smile all day long. Okay, Look, just what I was about know. to say is, if you're going to have somebody on here with a better smile than me, we're going to have to put him on, just listen to the voice, can't see the face. And you want me to put him on mute on his face, take him <laughs> off a video? Ain't happening, Mo. So, uh, Chance, uh, you know, he grew up and he's just turned out to be such a great young man, young adult. And I'm super excited for his, his future. But it wasn't just, uh, you know, just by happenstance. First off, he's got... His, his mother and his father are two wonderful people and uh, Chance was really blessed that he's got those two people um, as his parents and uh, he's got a he's got a younger sister we won't talk about her today Chance okay let's not get into Zoe Zoe out of this okay that's a whole nother subject uh, but Bo is standing out his younger brother is standing in the in the waiting room waiting to come in too but what I, why I wanted to bring Chance in Chance was dealt with a condition and I want you, uh, Chance, to tell us what that condition is. Will you please? Yes. Um, the condition that I have is uh, I have Asperger's. I, uh, I'm on a higher function of the spectrum with autism. It means that I can still have social cues, but it's different for me. Like, I don't pick them up easy. 
So like when someone, I'm I'm very chatty, so I don't pick up that time when people are like, okay, you need to cut that off for a minute. And all of a sudden they're like, um, can you stop? <laughs> That's never happened between you and I, Chance. I don't no. worry. With you, but... Chance, don't worry. I got Tony to let you know to stop today. So yeah, I did. Yeah. Won't be stopping you today. All of a sudden you'll go blank. The screen will go blank, Chance. You know you've gone too far. But yeah, explain to... Yeah, explain to us a little bit more about, um, you know, kind of like, especially in high school, uh, Chance, since this is a high school narrative, especially in high school, how did you deal with it? How did others, uh, your peers deal with you? The good, the bad, and the ugly, if you will. So this is important because high school is actually, my freshman year is when I found out I did have Asperger's. I went to a therapist, they'd done these tests and, that's when I got the papers. My mom even told me that I had Asperger's. I was never told until I was 15. And the reason we had to take the therapy was I wasn't passing math for my first part of uh, my freshman year. I was in the D range. So once I found out, it's like at first, you know, I was mad because I'm like, you guys kept this from me for 15 years, but I cooled off. And that's when I started, okay, how am I gonna adjust to it since now I know what I have? So I started, taking these little notes that they did. They put me in a, a different class where they slowed down the speed so I can understand the math easier. And it helped, it helped. But I still needed to upgrade some stuff here and there, like my note taking, uh, how do I need to focus in class? Because there was this problem I had where I would panic by looking at the clock during tests and that would affect my test score. So we had, um, I had a wonderful, uh, student council, like a student counselor by the name of uh, Deborah Blashaw, wonderful lady. She's in retirement right now, but she helped me get through my freshman year. Um, she taught me all these like ways to write my notes. She told me methods to relax, which is this one method is count to four, inhale, count to four, exhale, and just put yourself in a single mindset. And of course, I got the learning curve down by then. I got a I still had to take summer school for half of the three weeks because first semester wasn't pretty. Yeah. I got a but, question. Uh, I got a okay. question for you, Chance. So yes, ma'am. You said that, because the first thing you said was that your parents were, you were upset because you thought they kept it from you for 12 years. Yes. Um, but what if they, they had no idea? Is that something that you guys kind of talked about? Yes. That that's, had no clue? Yeah. We got into that whole thing because I, First, you know, when I found out about it, I kind of thought they were keeping it, but I, it, and then I realized maybe they didn't know as well, and I kind of got, I cooled down. Like, it's just an overreaction looking back, you know, that 15-year-old angst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, go oh, ahead. No, go, uh, well, but it was just, I, I, I've grown from that. Like, it's been a learning curve by having, like, figuring out what I have now, because even as a, like, even in elementary and high school and all that, I noticed I was a little different from the other kids. Like, most of the boys, they would all be, like, going into sports while I'm just standing there trying to think and calculate how not to get hurt. Right. <laughs> I was thinking that, too, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> how do because... I not get hurt? Um, <laughs> you talked about one of your, your um, teachers who um, showed you how to take notes and stuff like that. Could because everybody's not a test taker, right? So yes. everybody's not a test taker. 
So for you, do you think that the verbal, if they did verbal testing, could that have been something easier for you? Because you said that you were looking at the clock, you know, worried about the time. And if somebody's giving you a verbal test, then they're probably not um, more, it's not more time restrictive. Do you think that could have helped? Yes, I highly re recommend verbal testing for people that have uh, certain classes that they can't get into because the verbal testing helps slow down the process and it's a one-on-one -on -one with the teacher. You get to ask for a reread, you get to think it over and it's just like for me, I just did it with me and the teacher. I got to do the test by myself because of what I have and there's no stress. You just focus on what you know and try to write down what, what you know. Did you have verbal tests? Were you ever given verbal tests? Yes, I was given verbal testing through mathematics. And um, as another requirement from Mrs. Blashaw herself, my finals at Servite were all verbally tested. They would take me out of the classroom. I would sit with the, te the counselor herself and me and her would just go through the test, each question one by one. She would read them off to me and I would look through it she would be like, don't worry, don't rush. It's just me and you. We're going to work through this. Jeez, Mo. If, just think of more teachers took that much time. You know, know what I mean? You, you, and, and I know what, what teachers will say, and, you know, their defense will be, you know, it's just so many kids in the classroom or whatnot. But it's good to see that you had that, that person that was willing to give you that extra time you know, and give you that extra, those extra moments to be able to work through that. How has the transition been for you now going on to college? For college, it was hard for the first semester because there's a lot, like a lot of things here and there. I did mess up one math class. It was really tough. I retook it, passed it, and now I'm on my last semester coming up in the fall. I'm about to transfer into Cal State Fullerton. Go I think- Titans. Go Titans. Go Titans. Go Titans. Um, Titans, that's awesome. Yes, but it, so far college has been fine. There was just only one class that we had a problem with, but we got that fixed and we're back on track. So, oh, go, go ahead, Mo. Go ahead, All right. go ahead, Jim. So, so uh, Chance, high school days, mm -hmm. your peers, tell me about that. How was that? How did they treat you? How did you treat them? Well, for my peers, uh, most of them were really, really kind. But, you know, it's survey. It's a bunch of guys. They're going to try to pick on you one way or another. So you get, a, you get a couple guys here that are just trying to be like, oh, you're like a spaz because you do these weird things. And, you know, they're trying to rile me up. But I, I think that would have been at any school, not just at Servite. Servite yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll give Servite a break there, but I think that would probably be at any school. So, uh, yeah. And then how did, how did you feel about that? What did that, what did that do for you? Of course it bothered me, but I don't want to show it because, um, in my opinion, just fighting back, it, it, it just doesn't cause anything. It just proves the point that the aggressor wants just to get a reaction out of them. I just have this thing where it's like, kill them with kindness. Just be kind back to them. Don't be harsh. Don't be rude to them. Just keep a smile on your face and keep walking. Awesome. Um, what's your gift, Chance? What do you think is your gift? I think my gift, like as I'm walking and talking is um, 
just kindness. I, I treat people like no matter who they are, if they're like me, if they're a different age, race, religion, I'm just, I just accept them. I love them and I just care for them as a person. I generally want to know another person who they are. Well, you're, you're working now, right? Yes, I work. And your parents are very happy, by the way. They've told me that you have a job. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us about what's it like at work? Have you had anybody challenge you or because of your condition or has that even been a, an issue? My con my con luckily, my condition has not been a problem. The boss there, John Sanchez, he is a wonderful person. He's been like a coach to me. He is, he, he knows about my condition and has allowed me to work and teach me while knowing this so he can adjust the workplace to me make it more inviting, energetic, and comfortable. Like how? Like how? So... Our motive at our restaurant, uh, at the place I work, which is Clyde's Hot Chicken, really good place. Uh, you need to give me the address to that, because I'll, <laughs> I'll send you it after that. Oh. Uh, they're going to be sponsoring the show next week. You know that. They're going to be sponsoring the show next week. Uh, Kenny's out. The chicken's in, man. I'm telling you. But, um, but um, our, mo like, our motive there is just to keep a positive energy and have kindness to the customer because it doesn't matter who they are. We try our best to welcome everyone in there. We're, and I thought that, and me, when I first met John, I told him who I am and what I believe in where it's like, I believe being kind to others and just having a positive energy instead of showing negative energy, like even through high school and all that, just being positive to people. I got hired for that and now I'm actually, in his words, I'm like the symbol of customer's um, service at the restaurant because it's always, when I'm there, I'm like, how are we doing today, sir? It's great that you're coming back. I'm glad you're having a second time. Oh, it's your first time? Well, welcome, welcome. Glad to have you come for your first time. All right, awesome. so question. Mm -hmm. Where do you want to go from here, Chance? Well, for me, I'm going to try to go, as I said before, I want to try to get into Cal State Fullerton and try to get a communications degree but i'm any i want to work in the communication field but my true passion which i'll be working on is through acting i want to be an actor mm -hmm. that's awesome i mean i always love the movie scene just um like all the good movies that they make like godfather and all that and i just want to kind of contribute to that make a good movie that people can enjoy well chance just so you know cal state fullerton has they're in the top 10 in the country when it comes to their theater and, and dance um, department. One yep. of my favorite, um, one of my favorite instructors, her name is Svetlana Efremova Reed. She is an instructor there. Um, you could actually look Google her. She's been in a, in a lot of stuff, but she's very, she's very Russian. Um, so she, she's really, really a great, person if you decide to go into the theater department and do stuff like that. I actually did some of that while I was at Cal State Fullerton. Go Titans. Hey Chance, real quick, what, what, are, what are you most proud of? For me, I'm just proud of being me. I love doing what I do every day. Just getting up, making sure people smile and trying to welcome them. And I'm just proud of just making people entertained as well. Even in high school when I did theater for shows like that, I wasn't in there for like, oh, I'm the main character or, oh, I'm the centerpiece. No, I'm just happy to entertain people and bring smiles. 
That's awesome, man. Well, I'm pretty sure you're going to be uh, very good at that. Keep continuing to do that. I know we do want to bring in, in your brother. So, Jim, if you don't mind um, introducing uh, his brother and kind of bringing Bo in. Bo, are you there? Bo's connecting. Now he's connecting the audio. We want to see your smiley face, Bo. I want to see if that smile is as, as good as Chance's. Oh, but this kid is, uh, oh, I, I think Chance has uh, rubbed off on Bo Sanford. Right, Bo? <laughs> There's oh, Bo. See. There, there you go. Oh, see, Bo's chilling in the backyard. I was about to say, me <laughs> yeah. and Bo need to switch. Bo's chilling. So look at today, uh, Mo, just to understand the Sanford family. So uh, at the last minute, I asked Bo, I was talking with Wendy, his mother, their mother, and she goes, well, let me ask Bo. And uh, Bo comes in, and I can hear Bo whispering in the background. He goes, but I've got homework to do. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> and he's a, he'll, he's a just finished in his freshman year at uh, Servite and uh, will be a sophomore next year. His birthday is the day before mine. Just, just, just one, just one. I got to get that out there. It's a good Capricorn kid. Hey, Bo. Hi. What's up, Bo? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Always amazing. Always amazing. It's so. It's. I feel so privileged that Jim was able to bring Chance in, and now I get a double dose of the Sanford family, and uh, now I get to meet Bo. So. Bo, uh, my name is Mo. That is Tony um, Rosignol, and we're with the High School Narrative. Um, Alrighty. A question for you, Bo. Uh, All right. Your brother Chance. We've been talking to Chance, and we've been we've been talking about um, the Aspergers. What what is it like for you as as a, a sibling um, going through and and trying to help your brother navigate life with the condition? Well, uh, it's. Uh, it's, it's, it's very different uh, because for me, since I know like what it is and how it's different from most people, I, I'm more aware for like other people at my school that have that similar type of thing. So it's like, uh, I guess in another way of saying it, uh, I'm more aware of like, if people like, act different, I won't like, because there's, there's people at the school like will make fun of them. I just tell them to stop and it's like, I, I feel like more... Yeah, I feel more aware of uh, people who have it and why you should like just protect them. I guess. Now, I was about that. to say. I was about to say. What do you say? What do you say to those high school kids or adolescents that are out there right now who don't understand the condition or understand the, the individual with the condition? What would you What would you say to them um, if you could give them some type of advice? Uh, just just be kind to others because you don't know their 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 life or what they have or what they're going through because it's it's always different for every single person either positive or negative so that's what I mostly say to my friends that's how's cool. it uh, how's it affected you that uh, you know forget about you know other conditions and everything else but how's it made you Bo? Um, you know, a different person. How do you think you are, you know, how you look at other people? And um, I mean, how's that affected you, do you think? How's that affected your life? Um, well, certainly it's made me more uh, like uh, tolerant and like patient with, with people who have 
that and like uh who have like social uh issues i guess um i i feel like uh mm, uh like <laughs> i just just being more knowledgeable about it. Okay. It, it it's great because now I would I, I want to ask Chance um, because this is probably something that you and your brother probably don't talk about all the time, right? So yeah, what what is it like for you, Chance, to be able to listen to Bo kind of talk about um, how it's made him as a person, even at school? Uh, so what do what do you think about that, Chance? I think that's great. It's great to be knowledgeable about that whole thing and. I'm glad that he's learned to help those kind of people that have the same thing as I do because like in high school, sometimes uh, kids in my condition, they can't express it correctly about what they have and they try to shut themselves off because they're anxious to say who they are. I mean, I remember in high school, uh, when I first found out, I just tried to keep quiet about it and then I got comfortable about it a year later. but. I'm glad my brother, that rubbed off on my brother, where he's like, hey, you just don't know what they're going through or what they, their mentality is right now. They probably need, in my opinion, we just got to treat people like that better. We got to give them the attention that they need and not the negative attention where they're just making fun of them. We just be like, hey, you need anything? Or just, hey, you want to be friends or something? Just be nice. Last question for you, Chance. How do you want others to treat you? In my opinion, whether they know your condition or not, I just want to be treated as a normal human being like everyone else. Even though I have Asperger's, I'm not defective. I'm not um, broken. I'm not something. I'm a normal human being, in my opinion. I'm, I'm function, I function well. I just have simple little ticks. There's nothing wrong with this person. Well, just so you know, Chance, you and I are just alike, buddy, because I have simple little ticks as well. And what I uh, appreciate about something that you said in that last question was, it took me a year, but you begin to embrace it. You, mm -hmm. you embraced it. And, you know, it's not for you to tell other people to embrace it. It's for them to see it and embrace, you know, the uniqueness um, that you have. So... Really appreciate you being on the on the show and and letting our listeners and and giving them information because I think it's really really important. Um, and the same for you, Bo. Really Bo, appreciate it. Go do your homework, Bo. <laughs> Bo, it is summertime. Oh, I got one last question. Why Servite? Tony been wanting me to ask this question. He put it in the text. He's like, "Why did he go to Servite? Why he didn't go to JSA?" <laughs> <laughs> I can let you know. We do have we had one family member go to uh, J. Sarah. It was our cousin. And that's why they went to Servite, Tony. There, and there it is. And there it is. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Jim, uh, Jim, uh, Wendy just came in and just heard uh, me say that. And she's like, it was a mistake for him to go. Uh. <laughs> just had to throw that your way. <laughs> All right. Great. All right, you guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys being on today. No problem. Mo, Tony, great to meet you. I'm very happy to be part of this podcast. Mr. Madrid, thank you again for bringing me on. I'm so happy to share my story and my message. You gentlemen have a wonderful day. Awesome. You too. Thank you so Thanks, much. Bo. Thanks, See you fellas. Bye, Bo. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Great. <laughs> that is awesome, man. That is, that is awesome that um, he is... Uh, 
it takes a lot of bravery, um, Jim, for um, people to come onto a podcast or even talk about a story like that and, and how they feel. So um, thank you so much for, for bringing them on. I know we're going to have to take a break um, really, really quickly. Um, but we want to come back, finish that conversation up, and then, you know, go over some other topics. I always want to uh, kind of talk about your book. Let's make sure you can find Jim's book on Amazon. Uh, paperback is 1995. Get over it and get on with it using the 10 principles, which he loves, loves to talk about. Um, so before the break, make sure that you support us at thsn.store. Go purchase, get 15 to 20% off. We're going to be back more with Jim, the CEO and founder of AST, right after this. What up, what up, and welcome back. My God, that first segment was awesome. It was so awesome to be able to have some kids with some bravery and some courage to be able to come onto the show and talk about something that they embrace within themselves. Uniqueness is a great word. Uniqueness is a great word. And I think every person listening to this uh, show right now should understand that you're unique in your own way and it's for you to embrace. Um, so I'm still here with, with Jim uh, Madrid of AST. I left the segment talking about his book. Um, please, please go to Amazon, take a look, get over it and get on with it. I'm here with Jim Madrid. So Jim, kind of let's talk about, let's kind of talk about Asperger's. I think it's, uh, I think it's something that's important that um, uh, our viewers um, get to understand because sometimes people just don't know what it is. You know, and, and Mo, I got to be honest with you. The reason why I wanted to bring Chance on is because in the face of adversity and, and our country and the world is going through some adversity and to bring it down to that level, uh, you know, I learned many, many years ago that um, I had a gentleman that um, had cerebral palsy and he would travel around with me. I mean, he was an amazing, he wrote a book called More Like Than Different. Mm -hmm. uh, he had uh, cerebral palsy when he was born. His parents told him that he wouldn't, the, the, the doctors told his parents that he wouldn't be able to walk or talk. And he grew up in Canada and all he wanted to do uh, is play hockey. His mother put peanut butter on the tip of his nose to stretch his tongue. And so she came up with all these different things. And uh, he was in a, Lee Bazard was his name, a wonderful human being, much like, uh, you know, Chance. And to see the kindness that exudes from Chance, it was the same thing with Lee. He just exuded kindness and wanted to help. And his book was, look, I'm not disabled, I'm differently abled. You are Mo, so am I, and so is Tony, and so is our audience. We're all differently able. And to see what this young man, he, he didn't know. He found out what you know, his parents didn't know. And then they had him tested and they come back and sit down and he got pissed off and said, wait, what, what? 
you know? And I have what? And to say, you, you notice we talked about the condition he has, right. not the disease that he has. Correct. And for that, for, for, you know, 60 years of psychology, it was more of let's diagnose what's wrong with people. And you look at Chance and you can see what's right with him and what could be so right with all of us if we just went down that path instead of pointing the finger that it wasn't his parents' fault that he has that condition. Right. It wasn't that he was dropped or anything. He didn't blame them for the condition that he has. That's just, that's just God's work. You know, that's just right. God's work. And so, you know, but, but look what he's done. He's taken it upon himself and, and the accountability. He is not a victim. You know, he is not a victim. And we see this victimhood and helplessness that's in our society today that we just got to get back to personal accountability and personal responsibility. Hell, no one's coming to, to bail you out. No one's coming to make you happy, Mo. Not even Kenny with some of the best jerky that you've ever had. Not even Kenny, you know? You about to make me open another bag. Just so you know, you about to... You about to make me open another bag. Yeah. You talk about it, you know, look, I can talk about the strength for people with um, Asperger's. Talk about remarkable focus and persistence. Talks mm -hmm. about aptitude for recognizing patterns and, and attention to detail. You know, people always look at the stuff that they might feel as negatives or restricted interests or desire for sameness, you know, because they want to be routine, mm -hmm. but they forget about the uniqueness that comes, I, I keep going back to that word, Yeah, and those strengths that comes from that. Um, you know, so one of the questions I wanted to ask him was, you know, some of the challenges that he faced, and you talk about, you talked about some of them that he faced in high schools, um, but for our listeners out there, some challenges can include um, hypersensitiveness to light and sound and, and taste and stuff like that, um, mm -hmm. difficulty with the, with the give and take of conversations, um, sometimes they may, might want to dominate the conversation. Um, Nonverbal communication skills, you know, they might struggle with, with things like that. And of course, anxiety and depression um, are kind of bundled in there. So, um, you know, a lot, and a lot of people don't even, have no idea what Asperger's is. They don't even know it's no. a form of, of autism, right? No, they don't. And he's on that spectrum. But here's the cool thing is, is that I've been working with him now and getting him trained to be a public speaker because we definitely want him and I've already talked to at J Sarah I've talked to um, some of the counselors down there about bringing him in uh, and do a presentation to the student body and uh, at Santa Margarita we're going to do it and and I've also got him into the um, in the Dana Point Rotary uh, every year they bring in um, a lot of seniors from Dana uh, Capo, San Juan Hills, Aliso uh, uh, Miguel High Schools, and bring them in to do kind of a vocational day. And I said, I, I've been doing it for five years with them as a speaker and presenter. And I said, I've got the perfect person for you this year. So they are very excited. And, and you can see, he was so excited. He was prepared last night to talk. That's awesome, man. And, and you look at what was very unique. You asked him what he wanted to do, right? What his goal yeah. was, and he said that I want to go. I want to go to Cal State Fullerton, and I want to do theater. 
Yeah. That's not something that you would hear from somebody that's not confident within themselves, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah, I was I was I was in the program with people who had no they weren't uh diagnosed with any type of um condition or Asperger's, but they were frightened as hell to get up on stage to do oh, a yeah. monologue or oh, something. Yeah. You yeah, I mean? it, it, yeah, but this kid, I, and I got to go back to the parents. Uh, if you meet them, you would know. Uh, they don't cut them the slack that, you know, the pity party. They don't cut them that slack. They make them accountable. Uh, little sister is, uh, she's, a, she's a freshman at Alabama, and she, I asked her to come on today, and as much grief as she gives chance, <laughs> That's only a little sister can. When we were asking her, she started to tear up. So it was difficult. It would have been difficult for her. But if you meet this family, it's very unique. And they hold him accountable. They hold him accountable. All of them do. They hold him accountable. Uh, you know, I've got a, I've got a nephew, um, you know, he lost both of his parents. And you know what I watch is I watch everybody feel sorry for him. He was six years old and he lost, lost both of his parents. And you, you, you know, everybody feeling sorry for them, everybody feeling sorry. Years ago, during the OJ thing, you know, Sydney and uh, the kids lived right here. And my son was coaching a soccer team, uh, a little young soccer team. And Sydney was on another, you know, all girls team. And she was, dropping the F-bomb and all this kind of stuff. And, and the parents on the, their, their parents were, not her parents, but parents on the team were sitting there laughing, thinking it was really funny as she beat up people. My son went over and said, I don't care who she is. This is not right. You know, and you, and, and you can go along and let people just get away with that. But we've, you know, in that situation, which is a terrible situation completely, but you can only go so far and be, right. you can feel sorry for him for a little while. Yes. Look at what life handed you, the cards you were dealt. Now, how are you going to deal with that? And that's, you know, that's where their family has taken a different approach and say, no, dude, you're going to be accountable. You know, we're not doing everything for you. We're doing, you're, you're going to do it. No one's coming. <laughs> Man, look, I think you have to be able to hold him accountable. You, you're right. You can't give him a pity party. Otherwise, he wouldn't be a strong individual as he is, you know, right now. Um, so, and, and, and let me finish the thought on that. Yeah. In, in the, you, know, you keep bringing up the book, and I really appreciate that. But what we're looking at now is in, in principle number 10 of our core curriculum, principle number nine in our core curriculum is, is strengthening your self-esteem. And I, and I looked at the work I had, I was very fortunate, I was mentored by Dr. Nathaniel Brandon that wrote the book, The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. And he wrote, he wrote 20 some books on the subject of self-esteem. And one of his pillars is, uh, you know, self-acceptance. And that kid knows who he is. That kid knows who he is. You know who you are. I know who I, and you know, I've got a great sense of self-acceptance, you know, from where I came from. And you know, the difference is, is that, you know, if, if you can do it, Mo, I can do it. And if I can do it, everybody can do it, you know? And, but nobody handed it to us, Mo. Nobody's handed it to us. We go out and make it ourselves. Well 
sometimes you got to take it. Oh yeah, yeah, you got to take it. But only makes us stronger, Mo. Trust me. You know, I'm sorry, uh, Madrid. In high school, you're too short to play basketball. Tony's seen me play basketball. Okay, so he's seen me hoop. Not now, man. I made that my lifelong mission to go. I'll show you about short. I don't even know if Tony has a, is a good person to judge basketball. You know, I, I, I give him credit for the hockey. You know what I mean? I'll yeah, yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. He knows we're talking about him now, so he's going to jump on and say something to us. But, Mo, so, you know, I think that there's a lot of people that they're, they're embarrassed to where they came for people who can't play hockey. No, there you go. Oh, oh I know it. I know it. I know it. I'd say something, but we'll do that off the air, what the difference right. between a Jim, hockey player and a basketball Let me just tell you this, Jim. Let me ask you a question athletically. You tell me another sport, somebody can somebody can do something on, on an eighth of an inch piece of steel. Got to stand on that skate. Now, th- th- my question back to you is, who wants to do something on an eighth inch of a steel? <laughs> Everybody I know in Canada. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You you walk into a store in Canada like we walk into a Dick's Heart, you know, a sporting goods store here, and you have to go over to the smallest section of, of hockey. Up there, it's all hockey and a small little section of other sports. It's a religion. Right. It's a religion. Eh? Yep. <laughs> all right, you guys. Uh, so, Jim, you was talking about, talking about the principles and stuff like that. So, I got a question for you. So, you, you did you're deep into soccer. How could you recognize some someone that might have Asperger's or, or autism that, that are very high functioning? And what do you do, what would you do as far as in your program to kind of help and cater while still holding them accountable? You know, it, it, to me would be that, you know, it, you've, you can't hide behind that they have that condition. You can't hide behind it. You have to address it. And then with that is have one-on-ones with it, much like Chance's teacher did. She recognized what his condition was. She, they had a conversation on how best for him to learn. And, and I don't think she was a, um, you know, she was a counselor. So she had some, probably some good ideas about what, you know, what Chance's condition was all about. And she probably took the time to do a little research and what works for somebody at the spectrum, that the high spectrum that he he is at. And so she learned how to do it. So, you know, first and foremost, we work with coaches at AST. You know, right now our mission is, is that we had a conference call today, a Zoom call today with some 45 coaches down in San Diego, the director of coaches in San Diego about, uh, you know, putting in a mental fitness a director of mental fitness in each one of their clubs. That is, uh, and, and and I want to talk, you know, we're, we're talking about getting um, uh, Paul Caligiri, uh, who uh, is known for the, in soccer, the shot heard around the world. Uh, soccer would not be where it is today without him making that shot. And, and doing that, he's going, we need probably now more than ever, a director of mental fitness in uh, in each one of these clubs dealing with these kids. We deal with the technical, the tactical, and physical, but when we say 80, 90% of the game, 100% of the game is, is, is mental, and yet you got coaches doing YouTube searches because they know something, but they have no system, no process, 
And that's what we have. And that's our seven fundamentals of mental toughness. That's the baseline. Yeah. And, and doing with that. And now you have more coaches that are more understanding and they can figure out what, you know, hey, there's something different here. There's something different. About, and whether it's Asperger's or whatever it is, there's something different about this, this, this player. I need to maybe spend a little bit more time and attention to find out what's going on, talk to parents, maybe other coaches that have coached that player. And then how do they deal with it? How do you parents? Teachers have come to the Sanfords and talked to them and they were able to explain. They didn't take offense and they weren't in denial about his condition where there's a lot of parents, oh, not my kid. Right. My kid, oh my, no, my kid's perfect. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we all think so, right? Right. And you talked about self-esteem. Could you talk, look at, look at, so, you know, you got people with low self-esteem and, you know, not understanding what self-esteem is, but then you also have those people who have so much self-esteem. Like, how, how do you realize and how do you build strong self-esteem and, and how can it benefit you? You know, uh, I think it's not some, it's more of strengthening self-esteem than building it, you know, because um, we all have a, our own, I can have high confidence over here and we can deal with confidence too, which is all wrapped up into that. But, you know, but over here, I'm not that confident. I don't have that belief. Right. And that's where it is. I don't have, I, I'm not that, I don't have that self-efficacy about my uh, ability to perform on stage, uh, my ability to stand up in front of a group, in front of a class. And more times than not, what you hear of that is that something traumatic happened to them some stage in life where they were totally embarrassed and they said, hell, I'm never going to do that again. So there is, there, well, the, quite frankly is is that we have you know we have a whole class on uh, strengthening self-esteem and it, it, it takes time to do that but it's it's self-talk it's writing your goals down it's uh, look he didn't hesitate when i asked him where do you want to go what do you want to do he did not hesitate no but all. look at the belief that that kid has the He's learned to deal with the cards that were dealt with him, right? A little bit more, you know, challenges than you and I, right. but he's dealing with it. And he's not sitting back playing, oh, poor as, uh, poor as me, you know, oh, poor me. Yeah, well. And, and yeah. throwing himself a pity party. No, not at all. He, he's very vibrant and happy. And, you know, I would love to have him on the show anytime he wants to come on, as long as he's going to put smiles on people's faces. Man, come Did on. you see that, though, Mo? I mean, yeah. when he got on, I watched you and Tony and both of you, because he was smiling, as soon as you put him on, Tony, you both smiled. Because that big smile, he was like this. Did you see it? And he was sitting up straight, and he's just like this, and you two smiled, right? Get, about to get a little jealous, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. Dude, nobody has a better smile than you, Mo. Take it you know what easy. I'm I, try to work it, man. I don't want to mess with your self-esteem. No, come on, man. I told you, I'm building it. I, I can go off the charts on that. That's a different subject. You know? And we could. And we could. Hey, uh, Jim, so what's your final thoughts for today, man? And uh, when it comes to talking about uh, kids and whatever their condition it is and them embracing it, what's your final thoughts? My final thought is don't be a victim. There's already too many of them. Be accountable for yourself. Man, you don't even know that's straight and to the point. Don't be a victim. Do not There's already a... too many, man. There's already too many. Just turn on the news, baby. Just turn on the news. That's right. Victimhood.
You know? Right. Well, well, thank you, Jim, man, uh, once again uh, for coming on the show, especially bringing some amazing guests. Um, we also want to thank Bo and, and Chance uh, Sanford for actually coming on the show and, and telling their stories. You know, um, if we're not able to deliver those stories and people are not able to hear those stories, then we help no one. So um, thank you for bringing them on. And of course, thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen to today's annoying voice was Jim's. I didn't have to do much talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have to be me most of the time. But look, please join me next time where we will continue um, to talk about covering in any and everything from adolescence, high school education, high school sports and athletes. I will interview educators, athletic directors, and, and maybe even a few celebrities if we continue to get lucky. Like Jim, my hope is to share my passion for education, high school extracurricular activities, and higher learning. We will cover topics that will further our educators, build our community around education and higher learning. Find me on social media anywhere, on Twitter at Mo underscore or, that's with two R's, or on Instagram. Yes, or on Instagram. You can call me on Instagram. That's at Mo, the HS narrative. Come on, don't forget about that. Don't forget about that. Um, if you are not there, if you're out there and you are feeling alone, depressed, suicidal, or need some help, or just need someone to talk to, please pick up the phone and call any hotline or call our partners at 417 Recovery. Please. It's so, so important. Look, I will leave you with this. Take some time to do something nice for someone else. In turn, someone will do something nice for you. Stand up for those that may be weak and be a voice for change. Stay motivated and pun intended for sure. And remember, when adversity comes, look it straight in the eye and say, I'm strong, I'm loved, and I will overcome you. I gotta go. You have been watching and listening to Talk to Talk with Mo Orr or Jim Madrid and Tony. <laughs> I'm Mo. Until next time. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Looking for that high protein pack snack to get you back on track? The next stop, the Jerky Zone. Hey, Kenny Nash here, owner of the Jerky Zone. Looking to make 50% profit back on your dollars? Contact us today at thejerkyzone.com. Tired of selling chocolates and wrapping paper out of catalogs? Give the Jerky Zone a try. Looking for that high protein pack snack to get you back on track? The next stop, the Jerky Zone.